This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unk, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unk podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unk, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. It's Friday, April 8th. I'm Oscar Ramirez from the Daily Dive podcast in Los Angeles, and this is Reopening America. Young men have been driving the rebound of movie theaters. As studios have begun to release big-budget movies in theaters, the films that have made the most money are those catering to this demographic. Young men have been more comfortable returning than older people and women after pandemic shutdowns. Eric Schwartzel, reporter at the Wall Street Journal, joins us for how this is influencing what entertainment looks like for everyone else. Thanks for joining us, Eric. Hey, thanks for having me. Well, let's talk about the return to movies right now and uh, the people that are really driving up the kind of resurgence of, of Hollywood of these big movies right now are young men. Obviously, they're kind of, uh, you know, not so at risk for COVID. So they're one, a group that's uh, very willing to get back out into the world. And uh, really all of the, the movie companies are just kind of catering from time as, you know, everybody's looking at all their release dates. I mean, they're going to go to the people that are showing up, like I said, which are young men. So Eric, tell us a little more about it. You're absolutely right. I mean, ever since theaters reopened following COVID, studio chiefs have really been looking at the data to try to figure out who is coming back? And a couple of lessons that they've learned is that older audiences, no surprise, are the most reluctant to go back into the theater. And women also are um, staying away. And so that leaves young men who have been showing up really quite regularly. And so if you look at the movies that have performed better than other releases in the past year and a half or so, they are movies that skew toward that demographic. So think of Spider-Man, No Way Home, or The Batman, or Uncharted, or as you mentioned, Morbius. These are movies that obviously before the pandemic were ruling the box office as well. I mean, we were in a bit of a superhero moment even before COVID. For sure, yeah. But it seems like this trend is really cementing that uh, phenomenon and to the point where a studio chief who's deciding whether or not to take the risk to release a film in what remains an uncertain marketplace can rely on young men more than really any other demographic. My producer, Victor, is a, a very young man, and he just told me, too, he went to the movies too specifically to go see Morbius over this past weekend. So, uh, you know, when I saw this uh, this article, I was like, 
it's proven, right? It just in my own personal life, anecdotally, through my producer over here. You know, but what happens too is it really changes a lot of these strategies. So when executives are looking at who's turning out to the movies, they change release dates. They start putting other movies in a, a more prominent marketing scheme. And really kind of changes the entertainment for everybody because now these are the movies that are being uh, bandied about. These are the movies that are uh, they're putting a lot of effort into. Yeah, absolutely. And, and they're movies that can justify a theatrical release. That's the big difference is the box office overall is still really struggling. You referenced Victor, the producer, and I spoke to a 14-year-old guy here in Los Angeles on um, Friday night, and he was just seeing Uncharted. And I said, well, you know, what else have you seen lately? And he had seen Spider-Man and Batman. And he, I think, thought that this was kind of a, a pretty casual hobby of his compared to everything else he's doing. But it really kind of puts him in the top or maybe one percentile of moviegoers in the country because going to see more than one movie a year these days is is more and more unusual, let alone seeing six or seven. And distribution chiefs tell me that that is another key difference is that the frequent moviegoers have returned post-COVID, but the casual moviegoers, the people who might venture out once or twice a year, they, it seems, haven't returned. And now the big question will be, will they ever? Yeah, definitely. Uh, One of the quotes that that 14-year-old kid uh, that uh, he told you that struck out to me, he said, I watch basically all of the big movies. And to the point of all of what we're talking about, right, all of the big movies are now being catered to this demographic. So that's what you're going to be seeing a lot of there. You know, I myself was a a pretty frequent moviegoer pre-pandemic. And obviously, you just kind of got out of the habit of going. I've been to a number of movies since uh, things have started opening up, but I've not gone with that frequency that I used to go back just yet. And I don't know. I I don't know if that changes for me. You know, I'm uh, very comfortable at home. The streaming stuff is, uh, I mean, you know, we just went through the Oscars, right? A number of streaming movies were nominated and won awards. So you're getting just as good entertainment now in the comfort of your home. Exactly. And I think you're absolutely right. The the rise of streaming is the major component here. And during the pandemic, what was already a priority at studios became the priority. So every major studio in Hollywood, except for one, has its own in-house streaming service. So Universal has Peacock, Warner Brothers has HBO Max, Disney has Disney Plus, and so on. And so if you're running one of those studios, you have several options. You can send the big movie to the movie theater, but you can also make smaller romantic comedies or dramas and send them to your streaming service and try to use them to sell subscriptions. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I made a note too with that because, you know, in the back in the day, it used to be a, a girlfriend or a wife getting her, her guy to go see a rom-com with them. Now it's the other way around. The execs are betting on these younger men to get their girlfriends to go see these action movies, these superhero movies, maybe their parents or grandparents. You know, so <laughs> the, that whole dynamic has kind of shifted. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, the 15-year-old I met here in L.A., he had taken his girlfriend to see Uncharted. I didn't get a chance to ask her if that was her choice. Um, <laughs> right, exactly. I've come to think of it. But you're right. I think the studio executives are hoping that these young men will function as something of an early adopter and start to bring more people out to the auditoriums. Because to be honest, it's still pretty dicey out there. I mean, these these movies we're talking about are making a lot of money, but it's really a David and Goliath situation where there's not much left for the others. Well, we'll continue to monitor all of this. I love going to the movies and uh, you know, I'm hoping the experience does continue and doesn't die out there. Eric Schwartzel, reporter at The Wall Street Journal. Thank you very much for joining us. 
Thanks. I love going to the movies too, and 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 I guess this article proves it keeps us young, right? <laughs> <laughs> we qualify as young men now. There you go. <laughs> Thanks very much, Eric. Thank you. Bye bye. I'm Oscar Ramirez, and this has been Reopening America. Don't forget that for today's big news stories, you can check me out on the Daily Dive podcast every Monday through Friday. So follow us on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. 